Would you all please pray with me? Oh Lord, may the words of my mouth, the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable and pleasing to you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. One thing I ask that I would seek, to see your beauty, to find you in the place your glory dwells. For better is one day in your courts, better is one day in your house, better is one day in your courts than thousands elsewhere. These words are from Psalm 27. So it's just a couple of psalms after Psalm 24. But they were both with the same intention, the same desire to see God's face. The desire to stand on ground, on the same ground as the God who founded the earth upon the rivers and the seas. Meaning the God who brought order out of the chaos. Who shall seek to ascend the hill of the Lord? Who shall seek to go and stand on this holy ground? The writer of this psalm is extending an invitation. He's saying, here is our God. The one who created everything and all of us. The God who is with us in our darkest times. The God who is with us every day. The God who is with us in our questions and our doubts. The one who is with us when we're hoping that what we just said and did goes unnoticed. He's saying, here is this God. Here is our God. And you can know God. You can stand on holy ground. And it will change how you view the world, how you view your neighbor, how you view yourself. And it will change how you live your life. So who shall seek to ascend the hill? The writer says that four things are required. Clean hands, pure hearts, not lifting up our souls to what is false, and not swearing deceitfully. So what do these four things mean? To have clean hands is to be innocent. And the Hebrew word for clean used in this verse actually means to be freed from slavery. Sin tells us that it is too big, that we are too unworthy, too dirty to ever call ourselves Christians. But God is greater, and God is bigger, and 2,000 years ago, Blood was shed on that cross because God was saying, you are worthy of being called children of the living God. To have clean hands is to claim that freedom. Scripture tells us with the power of the Holy Spirit that we can resist sin, but every day we have to claim it. 
clean hands, pure hearts. The heart is crucial because what is in our hearts shapes how we live our lives. Jesus would tell the Pharisees, you can clean the outside of the cup as much as you want, but as long as the inside of the cup is dirty, it's useless. Jesus calls us to live a life that shows that Christ is in our hearts. So do we live our lives showing that Christ is in our hearts? Clean hands, pure hearts, not swearing deceitfully. Brennan Manning is an author who at the beginning of the DC Talk song, Jesus Freak, says that the number one cause of atheism in the world today is Christians who acknowledge Christ as Lord with their lips, but deny him with how they live their lives. Swearing deceitfully is more than just what comes out of our mouths. Because if Jesus is the way and the truth and the life, as he declares himself to be, then we are called to pursue the truth. Our lips and our lives tell people what's in our hearts. And so they tell people what we believe the truth to be. So if we spend our time using our mouths and our lives to put people down, to tell them that they do not matter to God, and we use them to build up walls, we are swearing deceitfully. We're lying because we're not showing who God is. Clean hands, pure hearts, living the truth, telling the truth. Do not lift up your souls to what is false. This is really hard because it's an easy trap to chase after little gods, after idols. Sometimes it's as simple as looking at another person's life and thinking, if, if my life was like theirs, I'd have it made. We idolize other people's lives. Or we idolize success, whether it's in the classroom, on the field, on the stage, or at work. We make it about what we can do. We idolize money, the things we can buy. We idolize relationships. Thinking if I just had that person in my life or if I just had more friends or if my relationship was better, that my life would be better. Idols are anything that we think can fulfill us instead of God. It's an easy trap. Clean hands, pure hearts, living the truth, telling the truth, not lifting up our souls to what is false. Has anyone here seen the TV series Friday Night Lights? Well, it's actually, I think, one of the better television series because it's pretty realistic. It 
follows around a group of people involved with the local high school football team in Dillon, Texas. So you put together football in Texas, it's a big deal. And you see the pressure, the ridiculous pressure that is put on these young men and their coaches. You see how some of them try to cope with this pressure. Whether it's drinking or sleeping around or taking performance-enhancing drugs. You see the temptation that comes with being good because they're good. You see all these things at play. And as these young men are just trying to figure out who they are and what they're going to do after high school or how they're going to find time to study for the test, all of these things are going on in their lives. And so the head football coach, Eric Taylor, has this motto to keep his players focused. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. That should be our motto. Clear eyes to see that the chains of of slavery to sin are gone. Full hearts, because if Christ is in your heart, it's full. There's no room for little gods, for bad talk. Christ is there. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. But every day, we can make the choice to claim our freedom, to claim Christ. Every day, we can make the choice to say that I am going to live my life in such a way that shows others who God is. And that God is in control, even though the world seems chaotic at times. We make these choices every day. Open the gates. Open wide. The gates of your lives and your souls, so that a king of glory may come in. Those last verses from Psalm 24 were a call to worship. They were a call by the people telling God, we want you in this space. We want you in our lives. Come in. Come into this space. We're going to mess up, but God's invitation to us that we can stand with him never goes away. And our ability to invite God into our lives is always there. We just need some clear eyes, full hearts, and we can't lose because God is with us. God is for us. So may our lives prove it. Will you please pray with me? Lord, we come before you at different places with different needs, different desires. But Lord, I pray that you remain at the forefront of our lives. That you remain at the forefront of our vision. Give us energy to pursue you. Give us peace in the midst of uncertainty. 
give us the assurance that you are always there and always always for us. In your son's name, amen.